everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Recorded live. You are listening to Galaxy Talk Radio. This is Soul Vibrations every Thursday at 7.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. 9.30 Central Time, or 10.30 if you're on the East Coast. We're brought to you by Tours 25th Century Living Entertainment, a global music and film distribution company. Learn about us by visiting us at our website on www.t25cl.com. Do you know of any veterans, any women, or any men reentering society from incarceration? If you do and they're looking for a job, housing, uh, gainful employment, anything along those lines, you can contact the Jeffrey's Peace Project at 510-691-7090. For personal family issues, you can contact Family Solutions, Inc. at 707-744-3919, or you can go to the website, www.noangernoviolence.com. Or what I want to propose to you today is some things that uh, you can think about, just some things just to put something in your mind. What kind of society are we living in when today in the U.S. there are over 2.5 million people in prison? And, of course, this is more than any other country in the world. And one could say that this represents a serious social crisis. Or you could say that uh, something's happening in the U.S. that is very wrong. If prisons are a means of maintaining social order, to use them in a wrong way makes a mockery of the whole idea of social order itself. Now, prison is supposed to be a way to separate society from bad guys. But two and a half million bad guys? That doesn't say much for the U.S. as a society. So what I'm asking is, I mean, what I'm stating is it's it's not a certificate of merit, so to speak. Instead, it's maybe uh, prison itself could be a bad idea. So how do we think about what we owe all these people who have been the victims of a bad idea? You know, of course, the abolition of prison is unthinkable uh, because, Society thinks it must teach people lessons, you know, when they stray. And the only way it can imagine doing that is through violence. And all imprisonment is violence. So to presume an entitlement to teach someone through violence is to assume uh, a type of supremacy. So when you look at the European uh, aristocracy assumed in supremacy when it threw people in dungeons or tortured them to death, uh, the, the 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 colonists in Virginia assumed a supremacy when they enslaved Africans. So is the current problem just an assumption of a more civilized supremacy? And that's the question that I'm 
throwing out there for anybody that wants to call in and participate in this conversation. It's just something to think about. Now, you know, think about this, too. We have a caller on the line, so I'm going to be going to him in a minute. But, uh, again, there are two and a half, over two and a half million people in prisons, and this is far beyond the number of crimes committed in this society. So uh, it is more than any other country. I already know that per capita as well as, you know, in absolute numbers. But the U.S. accounts for 5% of the world's population, but it has more than 25% of the world's prisons. You know, and in addition to that, these statistics have been confirmed by various different uh, social entities out there, the Southern Poverty Law Center, which I subscribe to down in Alabama and Birmingham, which has a, a history on civil rights and things, and, and uh, they're staying on top of all of these things. They're just one of many other organizations that uh, keep tabs on this stuff. But, but, but back to what I was saying, in, in addition to those statistics, there are 5 million under the thumb of probation officers, uh, and altogether, about 8 million people that are disenfranchised as ex-felons. So that revolving door is is making the numbers that are tied into the social, into the uh, um, uh, criminal justice system, upwards of about 10 million people. With people that have come and gone and under probation and parole and still incarcerated, and the vast majority are people of color, you know, and so now let's visit some of these numbers. Five percent of the prison population are there for having committed crimes of violence, just 5%, you know, murder, rape, assault, robbery with a weapon, kidnapping, et cetera. Now, another 25% are there for nonviolent crimes. You got your white collar, fraud, forgery, theft, and so on. But now the rest, some 70% are there for victimless crimes, which means drug possession, uh, you know, disobeying an officer, resisting unjust arrest, gambling, or a variety of categories of consensual sexual activities. And punishment for victimless crimes uh, of crime violations constitutes the core of the prison system. But yet imprisonment for a victimless crime cannot be uh, uh, to avenge anyone. You know, if it's a victimless crime, who are you avenging? You know, so the people arrested and prosecuted for victimless crimes are the victims, not of criminals, but of victimless crime law, you know. So prisons constitute a form of victimization in itself. And and, and though people of color make up only 25% of the total population, 75% of the prisoners in the U.S. today are people of color. Can you believe that? Can you really believe that? Now, let's take the case of, of uh, Kevin Cooper, you know, here in California, and the question has been posed to Gov- uh, Governor Jerry Brown, why haven't you granted him clemency? Uh, and you've had his clemency petition for two years, and, 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 and there are over 20,000 people that have signed um, a petition to have this guy's uh, who's an innocent man, according to – he's been on death row for 33 years. He's an innocent man, according to evidence that clearly exonerates him, but because of, 
you know, political uh, driven uh, agendas, you know, his, his his evidence hasn't that will exonerate him won't even be entered uh, uh, into the appeals board, even though the governor has, he's not acted on his petition despite a federal judge in a dissenting opinion right. And the opinion states that California may be about to execute an innocent man. This is Justice W. Fletcher of the Circuit Court of the U.S. Court of Appeals in the Ninth Circuit, which is over in San Francisco. And, of course, I worked um, for the judicial system myself, and uh, Judge Martin Jenkins, who's over there on that on that uh, appeals uh, circuit, Ninth Circuit Court, started in Muni Court, but a Democrat who was uh, unanimously uh, elected to the uh, circuit court because of his high his high esteem, integrity, and ethics. You know, he's a young African American who played in the NFL for a few years. He's from San Francisco, and he has worked on some some very high profile cases and cases in which, you know, he's done the right thing. But because, you know, these panels are made of five judges, I believe, um, you have to have an overwhelming majority to, uh, you know, to 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 change unjust things, you know, but. So for your information, you, 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 we're at, you know, we're asking now for you to please join a delegation to Sacramento to ask Governor Brown to grant Kevin Cooper's clemency to demand justice and freedom for an innocent man. And, of course, uh, this, this took place today at 11 a.m. on the steps of the Capitol building on L Street in Sacramento. And you can get more information by going to a website, free. Kevin Cooper at gmail.com or you can visit freekevincooper.org or kevincooper.org or you can go to Facebook, Free Kevin Cooper, to get all this information. The reason why we started off the show talking about this right now, we have a couple of guests, you know, and I'm going to acknowledge them before I go any further. Um, uh, guest number one, can you can you state your name and where you're calling from? Hey, it's Juan Mosley. I'm calling from Oakland, California. Okay. Okay, I'm doing fine, Antoine. How are you? Good to talk to you again. And this is a awesome. brother that Thanks. this is a brother that's from uh Pennsylvania, but we find out we got a lot of things in common. He's a journeyman electrician. He's worked in a lot of states across California, and um, he shared with me some experiences, you know, in dealing with, uh, you know, just 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 a, a black man's uh, ability to mobilize himself across the United States, but running into profile type of things and mistreatment uh, on the job and. You know, and 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 also just in um, so just in leisure things, people take for granted that this system is a just system unless you've actually experienced things. And a lot of times, you you can go through your whole life not having an experience 
simply because you are the right color. And I, and I hate to use that as a, as a way of getting this point across, but, um, and we'll get back to, we'll, we'll get back to anything you might want to share in this conversation in regards to that, Antoine. But we have another guest on here too. And are you still there? I think it's brother Paul Washington. Are you still there, Paul? I'm still here. Okay. Well, thank you for thank you for calling in. Also, you have, you have something in the you have something in the background going on. I believe somebody has something in the background going on. And so I'm just gonna. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, now I started this show off with the regular introductory stuff. Uh, Brother Antoine and Brother Paul talking. To, you know, just the the normal intros, intro stuff, introducing the show and stuff and talking about um, an organization. If you know of any veterans, men or women that are re-entering society from incarceration, who to contact and about Family Solutions, Inc. was another one of the people that uh, we always we always mention, another one of the organizations that we always mention because it deals with family issues when it comes to anger management and 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 the way kids and families are affected by the things that that are out there socially as far as their experiences go in the workplace and and at school and and even at home and the reason why we we were talking about this stuff today i mean this is black history month and of course every month should be black history month if you know the history of how the United States was born, but we get the shortest month of the year. We get February, and you know, and then there's leap. Then there's every other year other than the leap year, where it's a, where it's a day shorter than that. But but what we want to do is just keep everybody stimulated by sharing information, and then we'll also talk about some of the things that that we're doing collectively to. Uh, you know, be productive not just for ourselves, but to help um, edify our culture and our communities. So, um, I'll start with you, I guess, Brother Antoine. You know, if there's anything that you'd like to share, any perspective on, um, you know, what what we have to do, especially during these times with this new administration and things, what what do you, what do you think that uh, uh, that we can start focusing on to kind of move towards keeping everything positive and 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 changing our circumstances just individually? Can you can you elaborate on anything, Brother Antoine? Well, uh, one thing that I do see and notice more than anything is that it's kind of up to us. To make the uh, you know make this world better for us because this with all the different things that we're up against is not like they're really genuinely trying to to help us in the amount of help that 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 they that that, that should be given you know like, like mm-hmm. the world isn't as it should be but it is as it is to say mm-hmm. that I'm just saying that. You know, a lot of things that that could be done to help us aren't, but a lot of things that could be done to hurt us are, are being implemented every day. We just have to stay abreast with the knowledge and, and arm ourselves with 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 knowledge and wisdom, and 
and, and learn from the experiences that we've been going through and know that this is a fight that, you know, we're just going to have to keep on fighting and pass the, the torch to the different generations coming in. That basically we're going to have to try to stick stick together mm-hmm. and fill each other's needs. Like, like, like you're saying about this brother, Kevin Cooper, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, everybody thinks that they've gone through something and a lot of people, like you said, it doesn't really affect them until they actually go through it where they can feel it. But, I mean, mm-hmm. I can only imagine that, you know, a person that's innocent, you know, going to die for something that they didn't do, whether it's, you know, the way that they're looking at him like he's a bad person because he's done it. Or, you know, this, this, you know, that's just one thing, one aspect of it, but just being afraid of, you know, dying, period, or getting put to death and then getting put mm-hmm. to death for something unjustly done. So, you know, when you said that and just the conversations that we have and then the networking ability that we have, I just, when you told me what his website was, I went on there and it's simply as just putting your name on there. Antoine Mosley put an email on there so just protect your privacy. And, you know, put put a couple comments in there and send it in there. And it's just as easy as that to try to help a person out. But without that knowledge that you had said on, you know, like where to go look at it and, you know, what we mm-hmm. can do, we wouldn't have been mm-hmm. able to mobilize in order to do that. So I just think communication is the key. And I'm, I'm just glad that we have a forum that we can, you know, talk and communicate with and, and try to help one another out, even if we're on different plights is to try to understand mm-hmm. and have some type of sympathy for each flight. And I just think it'll make us a stronger group of individuals. I don't know about the, anybody else that's listening, but there was, a, there, I got a lot out of that, out of that response. I mean, that's, that's, that's basically all of it in a nutshell. You know, it's plain and simple, you know, in terms of, um, communicating and, 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 uh, you know, aspiring to get knowledge and, and, and sharing that knowledge with other people. We have to find a way of spreading, you know, collectively, you know, the things that will, 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 will release us from all of this bondage that we're under politically, socially, economically, professionally, domestically, you know, and, and, the only way is to is to mobilize and to participate and to ask questions and to pass information on. And you don't have to run down the middle of the street, you know, banging a cymbal and 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 uh, uh, creating a spectacle. You know, um, you don't have to be completely silent. I think we talked about that a while back too, Antoine and, and Brother Paul. You don't have to be completely silent where it looks like nothing is outward either. We have a right to express ourselves outwardly, but we have to we have to keep in mind that the revolution is now in the mind more so than than us banding our weapons together and marching on Sacramento. We can't do that. The right to bear arms and that in that juncture is not the same as it used to be that open carry thing that that was a that was available until blacks started using that as a way to show that they were willing to protect themselves as well that got that got voted down uh then some legislature got passed so now 
that doesn't mean that the that the revolution is stopped. It just means that we have to we have to find out what other legal types of things are available to us and keep pushing with that, you know. And brother Paul, what do you think about um or, or are there any experiences that that you can share coming from Oakland, California? I know you're down in LA now, but um and, and after we, you know, finish on this part of it, we're gonna talk about some of the things that we that we've been in communications with away from the show that I think will give people an idea of how you can mobilize yourself and and push your brand and 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 share it with the uh, with your culture. Well, what can, what would you like I'm to say, start, Paul? I'm gonna start off where Brother Antoine left off, right? Mm-hmm. Why are you even talking about the whole statistics and the numbers with the prison incarceration mm-hmm. system? Mm-hmm. Um, communication. You know, even when Antoine was talking about, hey, if I didn't get the information. How do I use their information if I don't get their information to use? Mm-hmm. We're living in, uh, I don't know, this information age where information is accessible. He took a couple of seconds, looked it up, it was right there at his fingertips, right? Mm-hmm. I want to mm-hmm. go back to, you're talking about the prisons and the numbers. Mm-hmm. Like you said, we're going to talk about our platforms and what we're doing physically today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, I remember 20 years ago when I really got into the stock market, maybe 30 years ago when I started learning mm-hmm. about commodities and how to invest my money, right? Mm-hmm. I'm around IT, you know, a lot of corporate America people. Mm-hmm. I grew up in Oakland, and I got my brother that had been to prison. San quit. most of my friends have been locked up. Maybe not me, okay? I, I haven't shared that mm-hmm. experience. But mm-hmm. I learned in my uh, financing years, I mean, uh, mm-hmm. 15 years in mm-hmm. the prison system. That was the that was the vehicle for smart investors. That there was no risk. You got mm-hmm. steel. You got concrete. You got food services. You got guards. You got psychiatrists. You got doctors. Now, as I'm listening to you, I'm gonna jump ahead because I wanted to throw that out to you. Mm-hmm. Let you know where my head is at today because I was thinking, wait a minute. We're about to do this promotional thing. We're about to be about, what, what, the San Jose Shark type environment, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Corey, as you was thinking, I'm thinking, wait a minute. What a creative marketing tool. Mm-hmm. Imagine if, now I was looking at numbers. Imagine if everybody mm-hmm. that was incarcerated mm-hmm. was invited to everything that we did, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Those numbers, we sold out. Those are bigger mm-hmm. numbers. Those are bigger numbers than uh, the big boys is trying to get. The Fords, the uh, mm-hmm. Toyotas, and everybody. Those those mm-hmm. prison numbers is a bigger percentage of people than any database that you can mm-hmm. solicit it from. Okay, mm-hmm. so I was hearing you talk and talking about how many people locked up, how many prisons mm-hmm. we have, how the institutions is working. Those is one of the big machines. If we don't mm-hmm. have that, we don't have capitalism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I've always viewed that as capitalism at its truest form. Mm-hmm. Okay, how much how much how much it costs to incarcerate 
a prisoner for a year. Was it thirty thousand last time I checked? Yeah, I, I, I think it's up to about forty, forty plus now. Times how many people incarcerated? It's, it's, it's less than it's, it's over forty, and it's less, you said how many? How many people you said? Two million locked up. Closer to three, like 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 two point seven across the U.S. Two point seven million people. You're talking about a couple of billion dollar system, brother. Mm-hmm. They can't stop that. They can only add to that profit. See, so I would look at as a voice of the community is to explain the profit center. Mm-hmm. Don't be institutionalized. Mm-hmm. Let's start running the institution. Got to be. Got to be a turning point. We always be in the institution. We always institutionalize. We're, mm-hmm. we're never the builder. We're never the institution. You know, even in the entertainment business, the thing that we're doing moving forward, we're building mm-hmm. a brand. Other than that, you, you, you buy it in. Like I worked at Kaiser 28 years, but I was just an employee. Now I want to run the Kaiser. I don't want to just be the employee. I want to build the foundation so other people can thrive. And Kaiser used that thrive. Mm-hmm. As she was talking about the prison, that's all I was thinking about was, you look at the numbers, you look at what's being built, look at the system. The system mm-hmm. is marketed and to produce those numbers. Like you say, mm-hmm. it keeps two million people locked up. Mm-hmm. It keeps mm-hmm. two million. Okay, if I could keep two million customers, mm-hmm. trying to get where I flipped it, I kind of like, wait a minute, they got two million customers. I'm going to leave it right there. <laughs> That's some interesting stuff to think about. That really is because all the, all of these things that we're talking about bring to bear a couple of, a couple of, um, a couple of books that are out there that everybody I think should read. And of course at the top of it, I've got one that's one of my favorites. Uh, my brother, Nathan McCall, who, who, uh, went to prison and then got his degree in journalism from Norfolk State University after prison, you know, went through the uh, 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 you know, uh, paying for, you know, uh, being, being a responsible father and, 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 and uh, you know, paying your, paying your child fees Um uh, he became a White House correspondent for the Washington Post because the publisher of the Post liked something, a Jewish guy, liked something about his character so much that even though he lied on his application when he got the job, instead of firing him, he said, I'm going to send you to the White House to cover a major story. And, I mean, this brother's the book is called um, um, "Makes Me Holler." Makes me want to holler. That's the name of the book. Makes me want to holler. It's after Marvin Gaye's song. Makes me want to holler. Throw up both my hands. A black man in America, and he grew up in our era. He was a product. He was he was a product of of the Converse All Stars, where you wore the tongue flap down and had a cuff in your collar and had the little drop step limp walk to your, to, to your strut, 
and 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 this was in the sixties and the seventies, and it was a time where the eighty seven percent of black households had both parents, but the father worked two jobs, worked a regular job, and then worked a job on the weekend, and and moms mm-hmm. was, was 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 gritting and grinding, and the kids were were were, were uh, they all had assignments to do. You know, the boys mowed the front and back lawn. You know, the girl washed the dishes and helped with the laundry. And, you know, and they were disciplined times, you know. And this guy's book, from I mean, it's, 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 it's unbelievable reading, you know. And, and, I mean, from the time this book was, uh, I guess I had the hardback, the large one, and it was about 900 pages. And I finished that book in in four days, I believe, less than a week. You know, around my job and everything else, I finished my I finished my day reading reading hundreds of pages of this book. I could not put this book down, and it gets your attention from the very beginning, and it deals with uh, the post traumatic stress disorder that. All African Americans possess, whether they know it outwardly or whether it's introverted, generations of the things that have happened to us over the years are some of the things that make us do what we do, whether it's through our experiences from our parents, whether it leaps over them from experiences from our grandparents, if we were raised by grandparents. But some of the things that are subtly, sub, subtly uh, passed on to us are things that are part of this trauma that we experienced over the years. And this book makes me want to holler, Angela Davis, Are Prisons Obsolete? Um, Ruth Morris has a book called Penal Abolition, the Penal Code. We're talking about be, to be to be precise, so you don't misunderstand that one. Uh-huh. Rose Brewer and Nancy Hedzig had a book called The Racialization of Crime and Punishment. There's a racial connotation connected to over seventy percent of the punishment dished out by the judicial system. We know Michelle Alexander's The New Jim Crow. We've all heard of that one. Kianga Yamada Taylor, Racism and the Criminal Justice System. And, of course, there's an organization that began in Illinois, but it's a nationwide project now, which is called the Innocence Project. You can go to www.innocenceproject.org, and they deal with with your um, – with your with your uh, Geronimo Pratt's and with your Hurricane Carters and with your Mumi Abu Jamal's and with your Leonard Peltiers, with all of the political prisoners that have been incarcerated for life, wrongfully executed, um, railroaded, and things of that nature. The Innocence Project is an organization that is constantly delving into the tedious work of finding out who has been wrongfully incarcerated and under what circumstances 
and how to bring justice, you know, to their reality. So with all of these things, and of course we've been keeping up with, you know, this reality show that's in the White House right now, and there were just 32 more uh, indictments uh, for Paul Manafort and uh, uh, Mr. Gates brought by by uh, investigator Mueller. He's doing his job. He's doing his due diligence. And so that doesn't even include uh, this money laundering and all this racketeering and criminal activity that's been going on. But with a lack of media tools and investigative tools like it used to be, everything was paper and pencil. There were no cell phones. You know, everything was done face-to-face, but now we have so many ways of gathering information. People now are being brought, you know, uh, putting their their feet over the coals because of new innovative ways of getting information. So my, my, I guess the thing that I'm putting out there now, guys, is with all these things going on, they are they are not, none of them are anything new. It's just that they're being brought to light now because of all the tools that we have uh, available to us to expose all of that stuff now. So we're still back to what it was like for us, you know, in the past, in the present, and in terms of how we move forward in talking about what we are doing, uh, Brother Paul and, and Brother Antoine, I've met you, Paul, during the course of this last year through um, Brother Harold Keel, who went to high school with me, who's a mu- music artist, who uh, has an extraordinary voice. I mean, he's, he's, the time is now for him. And, and of course, you know, back in the day, if you didn't know anybody, and you didn't play the game, I don't care how good you sung, unless you were discovered, you couldn't you couldn't get close to anybody. You know, if you could mail your, your cassette tape or whatever into a music company and it would go into the pile of about 10,000 others, and you'd probably never get heard unless you got one break, one particular, like winning the lottery, if, you get, if your chances were that high. But see, now... If we take the time, like we were talking about, how we share information to to, to help this movement, well, part of that movement is in how we create our own dollars. You know, um, we have some great ideas, Antoine. You and I have talked about some things. You and I too, Brother Paul. But there's a a whole movement of people that we're all commingling with right now over the last couple of months. We've met a lot of people between us. You know, we keep in, we always keep in touch with each other. And we found that we have a commonality with each other in that now is a time where you can establish your brand, where you can work independently, where you can become an entrepreneur, not by dropping what you're doing. You've got to still pay your bills. But, but when you share information, and, and and you derive definitive plans as to how 
to reinvent yourself. We're at that point now. I would say, fellas, we're at we're at that point. So so finding a venture capitalist, I always talk about that. You know, we know the game with that. There's that capital word again. They're not gonna it's not smart business for them to invest in you if they don't have a chance of taking a bite out of you after you do the work. See, what what we need is their money and where they capitalize on it is what they get in return. You know. They get controlling interest over your thing just so you can get enough money to work on your next project. Sometimes we sacrifice the very thing we've invented to catch a break. They, uh, these capitalists will sometimes, these venture capitalists will sometimes simply invest in you because they know that you're going a long way. And part of what you sign off on is this, okay, I'll invest. One of two ways. If the money doesn't return an X amount of time like you promised, which is another stress form, then I own half mm-hmm. the company. Or, or another part of it is, okay, you don't have to worry about the return, and I'm gonna keep you going, and I'm not gonna lift a finger, lick a stamp, or nothing. But now I get five percent for the rest of my life, so I can walk away and do whatever I'm doing. But if you make a million dollars, I get my 5%. If you make $10 million, I get my 5%. So they see a good investment, and they'll say, I'll just ride, I'll just ride it out and get a paycheck, you know, every month. You know, that's my investment. And it's a smart business move. So how do we avoid that? We don't deal with banks. We don't deal with venture capitalists. Well, then how are we going to get the money, I, you know? We we just barely make enough working for the man to pay our own bills. There ain't there's not much left over. Well, are, are we willing as African Americans to trust each other to all say, well, look, we'll put a little something aside and we'll all pool our money together. Well, we you know we're not all flying solo. Some of us have kids we want to put through college, so that extra money goes into their fund. We have a uh, house we want to buy, upgrade our living situation. So there's no extra money. So what do we do to invent some new circumstances? And after after talking to you, Brother Antoine, and you, Brother Paul, and some of the other people, we figured out what was right in front of us, you know. And when you turn on the television, the answer's right there, entertainment. And what do you do mm-hmm. with entertainment? What you do with entertainment, you don't use it just to distract people and just to, you know, it, it, it's a it's a way of taking your mind off of stuff. I'm not mad at that. It's therapeutic, you know. But we're not, you know, why go someplace just for entertainment uh, instead of going to someplace where entertainment is, is the icing on the cake, but you come together for a new type of enlightenment. And my case in point is, why not use the same entertainment, musical artists, uh, uh, cabaret license, where it means you have food, restaurant, uh, uh, kitchen, um, live entertainment, and, and of course, uh, a libation, alcohol license. That's You go to the club, you have a drink, cocktail with your dinner, and the people come out and they entertain. That's all fine and dandy. That's a nice getaway. But if we want to better our circumstances in each one of our communities, 
where there are clubs in each one of our communities, we need to find a group of people who can who can use that platform to also implement some social justice, some education, some health and wellness. You can start this thing off bringing people in, bringing in all your church clergy. Everybody goes and dances and skips and stuff in church too and wears their best outfit. Well, we can say to the church, look, you, everybody in there is a parent. Uh, you work for a company. You, 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 drop your, you drop your worries right there in the pulpit. Talk about how the job's abusing you. And you give the church some, some of your tithes in hopes that Jesus will throw the answers out of the sky to you, you know. The other thing you do is you, you dance around and give praise. You know, uh, you open that kitchen up and you eat your, your greens and your fried chicken and your, and your, and, 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 and everything that goes with, with, with eating in the church and, and bringing all that together. Why can't we all, like, like Brother Paul was talking about, uh, with the prison numbers, why can't we take those numbers? Because a lot of people that are in these churches are connected to people and have relatives that are in prison. Why can't we come together to work on something with the with the idea that those of our loved ones that are that will be coming home from prison need a place to land and get their lives back together? Why should we just party for the sake of partying instead of getting together and saying, "Hey"? We're going to get together, and there's going to be food, drink, and entertainment after we talk about the subject matter at hand. And what we want to talk about today is mass incarceration and what we can do as a community to welcome our brothers and sisters coming home. We want to talk about sarcoidosis, Brother Bernie Mac, Gina on the, on the Martin Lawrence show, uh, Reggie White, who played for the Green Bay Packers, Gerald LeVert, uh, uh, Eddie, uh, uh, um, Sean LaVert, others who had sarcoidosis, but they weren't aware of the illness. So they didn't know what adjustments to make in their lives so they could extend their livelihood. You can, it's not curable, but you can live with this for, for 30 or 40 years if you know you have. So what about sisters that have lupus? What about the childhood? diabetes epidemic in the black community? What about social justice issues? We can come together, and these organizations will help finance you putting these collectives together, which means they will sponsor you. And with that, and ticket sales, and grant, but you have to have your paperwork right. You have to get your foundation in order. We just, we just don't freelance and do stuff speakeasy style, you have to have your ducks lined up and your paperwork in order. You have to have some professionalism about what you're doing. Well, the group that I'm talking about, that's what, that's where we are right now. And we have found some, some locations that would like to uh, enhance their business. We're bringing, we're, we're bringing food and libation and entertainment to your business and we're upping your reputation. 
your place is becoming known as a place that's community-friendly, that really cares more than just about how much you drink and how much you eat here. They're allowing organizations to come in here and doing things that will enhance the community. And see, Mm -hmm. we can come into these places and they will pay for themselves and they will put a a financial uh, uh, streamline in all of us that will allow us to become independent and we can bring our different brands. You have your organization, I have mine. He has his, she has hers, but we can come together in one platform and, 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 and each one of us can get a turn and each one of us can support each other. Each one of us will raise money and that, and that, that uh, uh, venue will, will, will see the benefits from it. They're trying to grow their business. They're available. But who's going to step up and say, hey, look, I've got something here that's going to help the community all around you. It's something that includes everybody. So why wouldn't people show up? We got It's not limited to any one group of people. So everybody's going to show up. All we have to do is promote it. We got, we got the grip on doing that. Don't we, Brother Antoine? We, we went to Channel 5 with a busload of people. And, went, and we were told that we could bring our stories to mainstream television here in the Bay Area. Yeah. You know, we got the Oakland Post, San Francisco, Berkeley, Richmond, Marin County, San Francisco, Vallejo, Stockton, Marin City, Post that will help us put it in the newspaper. You know, and putting it Paul. out there, putting, yeah, we got Brother Paul down in, down in yeah. L.A., well, I want to, I want to, I'm going to jump in on you right quick, cause yeah, yeah, please do. Antoine, Antoine is one of your trusted business relationship partners, right? As well as Brother a family Antoine. and friend. Yeah, as well okay, as family yeah, and friend. I'm about, to yeah. drop, I'm about to drop everything you was mm-hmm. saying. Remember, I started off and I said we use the word institution. Mm-hmm. You just named a hundred institutions, right? Uh huh. Even if you name a church to me right now, I'm just about to let you know, like starting tomorrow, you know, where my head is at when we roll, as far as business-wise, what I got, mm-hmm. what we'll be doing, mm-hmm. and your good news thing. Um, as you're speaking, like I told you earlier when we talked, when I listened, I'm mm-hmm. paying attention to how we move forward, right? Mm-hmm. Now, every institution that you name, I'm just going to use a church just to give us a simple example of all the information you're going to use the prison, right? Mm-hmm. I was just been communicating all this week. I've been trying to do my home improvement. And I found mm-hmm. out one key thing is everybody needs a lead. Everybody looking for a new member. Everybody looking for a new participant to grow. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So all those institutions you just named, that's why I told you, Glad you told me to go back and listen to this again. Because, see, my, my mm-hmm. thing right now is to get in physical contact with each entity, which each entity exists, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. entity for them. Everybody's looking for membership. So we can go right to a church. Mm-hmm. Remember churches? Because mm-hmm. I have a mm-hmm. friend of mine, Mitch Hart, that runs this marketing for mm-hmm. Jesus platform, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Everything you said correlates with growing another institution. How can we come in and be a growth to you? Okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So 
that's community awareness. That's community marketing. Now, mm-hmm. when I do my little trek across from state to state, when I'm doing my, my gavel production, mm-hmm. I don't care where I land, it's going to be a retailer, a service provider that I can communicate with that's already mm-hmm. communicating within the community mm-hmm. to help push whatever I'm bringing in to be a mm-hmm. business builder. Okay? Mm-hmm. So yeah. we have the technology. We have the resources. And now mm-hmm. what I was going to add was earlier when you were talking is my mentality mm-hmm. is utilize the institution, but think about building your own institution. It can't be certainly, certainly. Like you Use say, as a, a grant writer yeah. until he finds mm-hmm. it not profitable or profitable, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we go on after the grant writer so we can become mm-hmm. the grant writer. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so we I've learned it in my early real estate dwellings. I used a real estate professional one time. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see how it go that way. Then I mm-hmm. figured out my way to do it on the other six transitions mm-hmm. I did myself. Yeah. So we create that mentality. Uh, yeah, we got to use the blueprint. It was the, the jail institution has a blueprint that we can utilize, mm-hmm. like you just said. Mm-hmm. Every mm-hmm. person that's incarcerated has a family member that knows they've incarcerated. Mm-hmm. So inca- Correct. incarceration awareness still brings yeah. us to 2 million people. Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay? Correct. Yeah. Now we have an audience of 4 million people. Mm-hmm. Okay, so mm-hmm. my last four years I, since I got out of IT, I've been dealing with numbers, all these sales companies. The company's all about it. It's a numbers game, Paul. It's a numbers game. It's a numbers game. Well, I get in mm-hmm. front of 2,000 people. They still don't want to buy what I got. What's the number? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. I turned that around. When I engage somebody now, like I was telling you earlier, mm-hmm. I use that pivot. Okay, well, you can't afford it. Well, how can I help you afford it? Okay, meaning... I'm dealing with enough businesses now with home security, home improvement, keeping air mm-hmm. conditioning, mm-hmm. life insurance, health. Mm-hmm. I can give you a party. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm going to throw that out there. You know, that's part of my entourage. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, okay, y'all mm-hmm. have an anniversary, a 50th anniversary? How do you use it? Mm-hmm. You got $10,000 budget? I can throw you a tremendous party. Come on, man. It's, 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 it's mm-hmm. another thing that I was telling you earlier. I'm not yeah. in the competition no more. I'm mm-hmm. to dominate anything I get involved in, or it's all about dominating. So we look at the politics arena right now, like I was telling you earlier about Trump. Mm-hmm. Trump is a professional at what he do. Mm-hmm. He don't play the game, he dominates the game. Mm-hmm. When the game changed, he's always telling me and Kaiser, change is good, we move it. Change is good, we move it. Change is good, we move it. <laughs> you got to move with change, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So yeah. or get left behind. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's a hundred that's a hundred percent that's a hundred percent you know, change truth comes with change. You know, the more yeah. you change the closer you get to the truth. You know, you can't yeah. you can't mm-hmm. you can't you can't write a book and pass it around to everybody and tell them that's the beginning of time and the end of time without without anything fact, uh, factual. You can't just invent something based upon a few discoveries and and, and, and embellish a story and turn okay. it into something that that, that sets that sets people up to get capitalized on. That's, that's, that's well, I'm, a I'm gonna throw game something out there for that's you. Old pimp old pimpology. 
Well, okay, I'm going to give you guys a message. I wanted to bring it up earlier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We talked about technology, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gil Scott Harris said the revolution will not be televised, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. One of my favorite songs. Yeah. Okay, so if you look at that message, look at our era of time. We had the mm-hmm. new media. We was getting black and white TV. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When he knew they wasn't about to show that on national mm-hmm. TV. Nah, they about to be nah. shown. They even show that. Man, it's being shown every two minutes right now, right? Yeah. You're not going to because we... <laughs> yeah. No, 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 because the technology we have now, mm-hmm. Can't ever since Rodney it. King, mm-hmm. the revolution mm-hmm. has been televised. Ever since Rodney mm-hmm. King, because mm-hmm. we got the vehicle to show it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, just like with the music industry. We got the studios. Produce all mm-hmm. music. That was just mm-hmm. affordability and a little bit of engineering, okay? But I haven't, mm-hmm. I haven't met too many producers that I know personally that went to school for engineering. They just picked up the software, learned it, pushed the buttons, brother, and put that ethnic sense. I can't say the word ethnicity or gene from being an African American. He was talking about earlier. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I'll be watching that brother that be going back and be looking up the roots. Mm-hmm. And each each culture have a built-in gene, a built-in automatic sensory system that mm-hmm. already is adapted to cultures before us, right? Mm-hmm. See, so once we really found out where we're from or where our forefathers really was adapted, where they was in a what environment. They tell about people, I know the doctor used to tell me, I have heavy wax in my ear, right? Mm-hmm. That's because my forefather or my people before me came mm-hmm. from my environment where you needed heavy wax in your ear to protect you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just like okay, Africans, so, Africans have woolen hair to, to deal with that heat. You know, so um, what I'm saying, brothers, and you know me, because mm-hmm. we're about to be doing lifelong business. We got a relationship where I'm going to be at your funeral or you're going to be at my funeral. Ain't nowhere around it. I mean, those two equations are going to happen. You know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah. I told you months ago, I'm in it. Yeah. I'm in it to that day, brother. You know, so yeah, yeah. I'm letting you know every yeah. day when we communicate where my head is at on the moving forward, the action, the physicalness of mm-hmm. what I feel is really trending. Okay, what's mm-hmm. a fad? That's all we playing off of because I was just doing some other studying. Because I got to go into the house. I got to have people buy, and I got to close on a product that costs twenty, thirty thousand, solar, a roof, or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm learning more and more that people come off emotional than they think logic. But I'm a logical guy. I don't get emotional. You know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, you know, it's the other way around. You know, I never thought mm-hmm. emotional. I think logically. Shit don't make sense. I ain't messing mm-hmm. with it. But my emotions got to do with it. Yeah, I'm going to need a cash. Yeah. One day I'm going to die. But logically, mm-hmm. I ain't got 15 grand. So, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> that's the twist. Yeah. That's the twist on it. So, mm-hmm. as I've been researching and studying the role and the lane I'm going to be playing within the organization, is to build the relationships, like I was telling you earlier. Mm-hmm. I'm learning more and more now in my sales and my business. Mm-hmm. And what's in it? What's in it for the other person? I already know what I'm going to get. Mm-hmm. I already know. It's a given. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I have to learn how to give them that gift first. What can I give them first? 
Because then they teach mm-hmm. that, okay, if you give somebody something, they feel you, oh, they owe you something, right? It's a lot better sale. It's a lot better sale than, than the old way that we used to be done, where they, they they just take it from you and say, hey, thanks for buying it. They just take it from you, you know, or they just give it to you and take your money from you, you know. Now, like you said, we're in the right time now where where it's like, you know, what kind of salesman do you want to be? The kind the kind that that's that's like that's like the guy that's in the White House that says, hey, look. I need you and your contractor friends to build Trump Tower, get some startup money, get the materials. Then when you finish buying it, it's like good luck getting the rest of the money from me as opposed to um, here's some money to invest in to, to, to invest in something that's going to save. You're talking about that solar. It's like I'm giving you $1,000 to sign up, and then you're going to save money on top of that. Who in their right mind wouldn't be sold on that? If you can knock on my door and said, "Man, switch over to solar. Here's a thousand dollars, and you're gonna save money on your bill every month for the next thirty years," and I say, "Well, uh, huh? Let me, let me understand what you let me understand what you're saying. You're gonna give. You, you just want me to switch over. See, yes. you you reap the benefits because everybody's jumping on your solar thing, so you're gonna get paid for that." But what you're saying to me is, I'm going to make it easy and plain for you. Look, you're going to save a gang of money, and there's so much money out there from this, I'm willing to reach in my pocket and give you money that could be my own incentive. Here, here, here's $1,000, or here's $500, just to switch over. Greater, you and, know, then, and, and then you're going to notice incentive. your bill going down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah but see, you know what's so crazy? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they don't get that. They still don't get it today. It's still uh. People are almost scared when you give them something uh, like that. It's like it's like it's like where's the fine print? There's something in here that's hidden somewhere. No, you gonna come take my house? How long did it take for people to really buy in to get that personal cell phone? It's Very interesting. Didn't happen overnight. But now it's the way of life. Very few landlines. Okay. So it was a change that comes, you know, just mm-hmm. like long distance from uh, Pac Bell, Bob Bell, AT and T. Alternative, alternative carrier, alternative carrier. That's why I chose that game. And then I'm gonna throw that back into our platform because everything I do is instrumental of what we're gonna be doing. We go into communities mm-hmm. talking about institutionalized guys that have been victimized and they're gonna find it any more wrong. But mm-hmm. I created a platform in the last three years mm-hmm. where I can put that guy part of my relationship, and he can make money just like me, home improvement, change, energy upgrade. Because I've taken the time out to look at the services that individuals can do that has no restrictions, but it still has mm-hmm. to be a payoff, right? Okay, so... That's where I come in and say, okay, we got some few brothers, we got some budgets going on. I can average anywhere from four to eight thousand dollars on solar deals. I treat it like a business, you know. We put funding on each one of these deals for five thousand dollars, and pay them an hour teaching them to get mm-hmm. upgrades. We can mm-hmm. even take that money and teach somebody how to go well. They might not want to do solar. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But they referral. Yeah, like I told you earlier, I'm taking a pivot from uh, Prime America, uh, A.L. Williams. 
earlier taught me how to be a life insurance agent. I couldn't okay. get, could get finance. I couldn't get retirement money. But over the years, what I did grab was the pivot, the referral mm-hmm. program. Okay? Over the years, I, I learned to find that. What I'm getting at is this story. Even us being on this phone, we're talking about grant writing. We're talking about funding. We're talking about mm-hmm. sponsorship, right? Mm-hmm. It was always at the pivot at the table. And I'm going to use this when I do my home improvement. Oh, I can't afford that, Mr. Washington. Okay, well, if I can show you how to make a, a, a extra income by promoting mm-hmm. word of mouth of referring what I do mm-hmm. to bring an income mm-hmm. to you, can you not afford it? Okay? So mm-hmm. I'm using that now, even when I made my calls last night. on the phone. Nobody would get Okay, well, Mr. Jeffries, I understand you're a homeowner. You have families. You have friends. You're going to work this game. How would you like to make mm-hmm. $6,000 because somebody you know? Solar for mm. me because you're mm-hmm. <clears throat> My relationship building now is I want to create a relationship where whatever they need is going to call. They're going to call Gabriel. They're going to call us because that's what I'm seeing now in society. It's like um, yeah. earlier, as soon as you, you know, I, I wanted to tell you something when you were calling off the book, calling off mm-hmm. all those different books. I was like, wait a minute, boy. You just started something new. I, I'm losing you a little bit. You're, 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 you're breaking up just a little bit. You know, you could have got into the book of the month or the book of the, you know, something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Hear me? Hear me? Yeah. 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 So I'm just going to cut it because what I was really getting at was revolution is their televised. Mm-hmm. Everything we spoke mm-hmm. about, every institution. Every community project, health and wellness, we're geared to create what everybody is looking for. New member, mm-hmm. new customer. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when we leave, that's basically where my head is at. You know, it's either a new member or a new customer. It's like when we engage in these clubs, coming in with a mission statement, we bring in a new customer, right? Mm-hmm. As any business person, anybody we contact, I want, I'm, I'm able to edify that message. I don't care so that's, you that's, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we, we, uh, we've been tossing some ideas around at length for, 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 for a while now, and now we're at a point where we had talked, you know, of course, off the show, but we had talked about some of our some of our um financial options that are getting ready to really jump into play here uh right as we're finishing up uh uh black history month but uh for march we're gonna be looking at uh uh knowing knowing how our chips are all stacked up and we'll be looking at uh putting a date out there for our first for our first um event and uh it's going to be the jump start of everything we've been talking about uh brother Antoine for the last couple of years mm-hmm. um, brother Paul for for the most recent months that we've been talking about and 
Antoine, you've been you you've been with me through through a couple of different uh uh social media radio stations and stuff. We were we were with the Positive Network group out in Alameda, you know. We we were in West Oakland before that and then and then then when we moved to Alameda I met you around that time and you came on the show and and and, and shared some experiences. Um some of what Paul's talking about. You can go from city to city, you pretty much set up camp like that. Coming across from Pennsylvania, you stopped and, 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 and used your trade, which is which is a worldwide trade, you know, being an electrician, you're gonna always have a job being in that the biggest the biggest union out there. So you worked on you worked in the Muni tunnel, you've worked in uh I think you said Colorado and and, and Florida and and Detroit, and Michigan and a, a lot of places like that and and we also talked about dealing with the homeless issue and 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 and, and uh also uh you know doing foundation works in terms of training people the carpentry electrical skills and things that go into refurbishing dilapidated houses and providing not only a, a training skill set, but also providing housing at the same time, you know, all under one mm-hmm. umbrella. And, uh, you know, here, Brother Paul, I put Paul on the phone with Greg, who you've met on a couple occasions, especially yeah, this one recently, yeah, Antoine, we were up and sat, and, and, and <laughs> Greg's on the, on the solar tip. I put him and Brother Paul in, in touch with each other. And uh, so the solar thing can expand itself. Uh, from Sacramento to the Bay Area to L.A., everybody's in place. We're just connecting all of these dots and letting everybody know that to work now, you don't have to fly solo, you know, to move your brand. You can, you, you can, you can kind of do up with somebody else and, 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 and get the show in motion a little bit faster, and you can still keep your independent brand. See, we're not, we're not trying to take anything from anybody or outdo anybody or shut anybody down. Because if we look at the positions that we're in and how we've been as a culture over a trillion dollars in spending every year, the money's there. There's enough to go around. We just have to learn how to do like the examples that were in front of us, when it was Black Wall Street, when it was Tulsa, when it was Pittsburgh, when it was Rosewood, when it was when, you know, Cotton Club, Negro Baseball League, you know, before baseball was integrated, the Negro Leagues, if you if you know the history of the Negro Leagues, them games were sold out every game. All the teams, they were sold out, and a lot of whites came to those games. And they looked and saw, prof- yeah. I want to cut you off, but uh, I want yeah. to say something. But, uh, mm-hmm. Sir, go ahead. Something to lead to, meaning. Mm-hmm. We are our own institution and institution. Yeah. Our institution has institutions, right? Because I was going to say something. They have private uh, correctional facilities, meaning you can. Mm hmm. Your private. You can can invest in it. You can invest. Wall Wall Street. You can go and invest in the prison industrial complex. Why? Has has there been any Afro American organization that said we're going to build our own prison system since our people are in prison? And we build our own prison systems that rehab them and correct them the way that we feel need to be done? Has that ever been attempted? 
No, that's been a, that, that's a real slippery slope because because there's really a question about see if if if, if prison see the, the thing about the that's a great question and here's and here and I hope this answers it to some degree because there's a movement out there about the need to to abolish the prison system as it exists in the United States altogether and and, and because of those statistics we know that 75% of the crimes that are committed are, have been crimes where people inflict the damage on themselves, for one. They're not even victimizing other people. The other part, the other uh, 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 25%, uh, what is it, the other 20% of it are um, white-collar criminals, embezzlers and, 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 and you know, um, Nonviolent offenders. It's, well, in other words, five, the, we don't the, the, the we don't have no market. Percent. We don't have no market in that. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. We don't have no market have, in we, that. We don't have. We don't have. No, we don't, you're right. But yeah, the answer, that was a, that was a that was a straight yes. I can't no sell answer, that huh? one. I can't sell that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're great salesman. If this stuff be sold, I, I have the. I, I have the understanding that you go to sell it, but here's the thing. But I could, I um, could, I could see, see where we see, could see, invest. See, see, see. It, but let me let me say this last piece. If we mm-hmm. did the system the way other countries did, see, when you get arrested in Japan and China, you know what they do? They don't they don't beat you over the head, tie you up, give you bad food, do all that stuff. What it is is they delve right into your rehabilitation. Why did you do this crime? What's your situation like? You don't have a job? What is it that made you do this? And they work on fixing that as opposed to what right. we do. Yeah. See, yeah. A, lot, a, lot of people, a lot of people don't learn how to become criminals until they get locked up. Once you get locked exactly. up, it's like, oh, man, I'm learning all kind of stuff in here now that I, that I was I never a part of. I ain't never got no lesson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They say, they say, I learned how to be a criminal once I got locked up, you know. And... um. We got we got one caller in here that just popped in, so I just want to see who it is. Welcome to the show, caller. Would you state your name and 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 you know tell us a little bit about yourself? Oh, my name is Marvin Barry, and Marvin I live, Barry. Yes, mm-hmm. and I live in Oakland, California, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I, I have been monitoring um. Um, you guys um, communication talk for a uh-huh. while and uh-huh. you know I, I'm just kind of like an owl I just like to just listen <laughs> okay we certainly appreciate you calling in and listening and you are welcome to speak if there's anything that comes to mind uh, we, 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 we'd love for you to come back in the future and to tell you Family, oh. friends, and, and and foes, because people yeah. who don't agree with people who don't agree with us, we, we we need everybody to know that we're fair out there. We give everybody a chance to speak, and you might enlighten us with something. If you no, disagree I, with us, you have a chance like, to tell us on it. So we appreciate so you calling in. Mm-hmm. So far, I have not heard anything that I disagree with. <laughs> what? Well, thank you. We appreciate that. I think so. We're still pointed in the right direction. We we have yet to have that 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 caller who who disagrees with us. But 
we know if everybody agreed with us, we wouldn't be talking about half the things we're talking about. So there's some people out there, but uh, I don't know if they're not listening or maybe they don't have the, the fortitude to come in because you're welcome here. But I don't, I don't know if they have. Well, uh, I don't know. If, I don't know if they really believe that they disagree with us. You know what I mean? Because if you really believe in what you believe, mm-hmm. then you shouldn't. You shouldn't be afraid to come. And, and it's a benefit. It's benefit mm-hmm. to anybody mm-hmm. else that's listening, that's looking for answers. You know, so there's mm-hmm. more than one side to everything. So mm-hmm. if there's anybody out there that wants to come in and totally disagree with us. This isn't Fox News where we're going to talk over you. We're going to, you know, mm-hmm. do anything short of discredit you, cut you out, any of those things. You mm-hmm. come, you come in, and we respectfully uh, agree to disagree with you, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's all, it's, all in, it's all in respect. Yeah. I love that. Well, yeah. I want to add yeah. to Mr. Berry. Yeah. I want to add yeah. to Mr. Berry's comment. I love that. He likes everything, that. right? Well, thank I, uh, you. I've been uh-huh. studying. Uh, I got. Uh-huh. I've been studying the Mr. Berry's comment. I say, wait a minute. The last week, I've been studying how to create controversy. It says you don't, you don't get no following until people start hating you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah. I said, wait a minute. He can't like everything. That means I ain't did my job today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But exactly. That's the curve nowadays. It's usually... But that will make us as the un-Fox network. Because mm-hmm. everybody here for Fox, you know, goes no, one direction. Uh, we'll be going one direction on the other side of the coin. But, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. it, is what, it is what it is. But, you know, mm-hmm. what, what we're trying to do is find viable solutions by any means necessary. And if mm-hmm. it means... Walking through uh, some 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 cognitive dissonance, dissonance. Mm-hmm. You know, some some people are afraid of the truth, so they mm-hmm. just so they just talk about what's comfortable, and that happens mm-hmm. a lot in the church. A lot in the church, you know, mm-hmm. it says in that book mm-hmm. that you're supposed that you're supposed to diligently seek your one-on-one relationship, rightfully dividing the word of truth, which mm-hmm. means if you were in the classroom. You sit up front, you raise your hand, and you ask questions because you're seeking the answer. But mm-hmm. somehow, when you go into church and you start asking too many questions, you get that you get that you get that censorship, that muzzle put point on you that that, that says, "Look, mm-hmm. you're, asking too, you're asking too many questions. Just give it to Jesus. The answer will come mm-hmm. to you. Like, mm-hmm. well, that, well, the answer's not going to just come to me." Mm-hmm. By itself, I'm also supposed to go seek the answer. And so I'm asking you a question. And then that fear factor comes up where it's like instead of saying I don't know the answer because mm-hmm. I'm up here, even though I'm a human being and I don't know all the answers, I'm supposed to stay behind that curtain like like the dude on The Wizard of Oz, you know, where he got all the answers until that little dog pulls the curtain back. Mm-hmm. And then now you, now you look at his backside. And he even says this, don't pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to throw this out there. You know, that's, the Rodney, uh, I, I, that's, the Rodney, that's the Rodney King thing right there. Don't pay no attention to that dude getting beat over the head with the stick. Those are good well, cops. <laughs> here's what I'm yeah, yeah. about my friend that does the uh, <laughs> Marketing for Jesus program. 
Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And even with my discipleship training that I did years ago at the church, uh, mm-hmm. this is what I learned because I was with a bunch of deacons and <laughs> pastors. Right? Mm-hmm. I ain't never been mm-hmm. that close to the body of the church. I kind of felt like that was mm-hmm. a good mm-hmm. situation. But what I learned is this, and I kept it real with them. Mm-hmm. I felt I wasn't the body of the church. I wasn't the deacon. I wasn't the pastor or nothing like that, right? Mm-hmm. But through this 24-week program, what I learned, even through them keeping it real with me as a, a man, mm-hmm. is we all are seeking the wisdom to be a man of God. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. that pastor, he's seeking the same mm-hmm. wisdom mm-hmm. to be that same example that he's preaching mm-hmm. or teaching on, right? Mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. So he has to do like the wizard. He has to have a cape or a robe that separates him from us, but he's seeking the same wisdom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, yeah, and I agree with you. But here's the thing. The way that's, that's a good point. Here's the, here's the way I look at it. It's like if you see if, if you're totally transparent, you know, if, you know, they said they said I, I put it this way. They said they they said that you know according to J. Edgar Hoover and they said they said uh, 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 Martin Luther King you know was 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 a womanizer a little bit you know and Jesse Jackson and all those guys who go on the road trip and all that other kind of stuff and because they're just the man they they they, they they're not perfect you know and and uh, then you look at you look at uh, uh, the the social justice causes and the things that he was doing outside of what a lot of the pastors and stuff do in the churches now, where they keep everything in house, they stick to the scriptures, they don't stir the pot too much, because that that five hundred one c three that nonprofit status, your money can be jerked away from you. Then you have, see, I think the ones that are more hiding behind the cloak are the ones that know they're hiding something and they're not and they really shouldn't have to. You can be an imperfect person and seek everything, but you can be respectful and totally transparent in just the small fundamental things. It's like when the sister needs some guidance and stuff and you go over to her house, you take one of the sisters with you. You know, just like being in a doctor's office or being in a dental office, there's there's somebody in the office now with you to to make sure that you ain't going over to the church to see Sister Truitt and, and something else jumps off outside of the outside of the teaching, you know. There's some that go over with with, you know, not necessarily the, the the intention. Yeah. But 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 some of them go over knowing that, you know, she caught the stiff one eye once before you know, keeping keeping that keeping that eye out for the opportunity and putting some put themselves in a position they don't have to put themselves. Put it that way, you know. That's and it's even like we're paying tithes. It's like, you know, a guy will come in and he can't get no love and he's giving you a hundred percent of his tithe, but he only has a quarter in his pocket. He's he's a step away from being homeless. But he's paid a hundred percent. He's giving you the only quarter he got in his pocket. Then you got somebody that comes in and they get to sit up front because they put a, a million, uh, they put a hundred dollars in the collection plate every Sunday. But they make five thousand a week, 
that's not even that's not even tithing. That's 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 less than one percent of their income. But a hundred dollars is more than a quarter. And, and besides, didn't I just see you uh, cussing out the deacon over parking space? So your hundred dollars. But, but, but you, know, stuff, you know what though? It's like um, I really feel that tithing is mm-hmm. uh, more or less. It's kind of like a mental, a, a, a positive thing in a person's mind. It's like it's, yeah. people. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. people. Um, you know, it's like I. Um, you know, it's it's not so much it's the money or so much it's the tithing, but also you know you read it and you it's see the exchange, it. It's the exchange of goods, exchange of information, exchange yeah. of positive. And, al- and also, you know, it's kind of like it's a positive thing in a person's mind. You know, it's kind of like I, I remember I read this book, uh, uh, Positive. Oh, what was that book? Oh, whatever. Um, it, um, you know, it's kind of like it's like you know. Sometimes we have to do stuff. You know, it's kind of like you know, kicking a ball or stuff like that. It's kind of like mm-hmm. you have to, you know. It's like, oh, yo, what am I trying to say? Uh, I think yeah, good to give. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. kind of like you have to, uh, you know. It's like tithing. You know, I know people do criticize, but a quarter or a dollar or whatever, it's okay, and it makes you feel good, and it makes you feel. Like mm-hmm. it's gonna work for me tomorrow, or it's gonna work for me mm-hmm. when I come out of here. You know, mm-hmm. you can't, mm-hmm. you, we can't really just say, "Don't," you know, just you know, eh, you mm-hmm. know. We have to, um, you know, it's 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 a it's kind of like a positive thing in a way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, well, you know what when. When 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 you when you come to a place of worship, whether it's whether it's uh, a, a mosque, whether it's a church, whether it's a temple, any of those things, mm-hmm. you know all of, all of those all of those scriptures share something that's that that's very much common, and mm-hmm. and, and in their purest form, mm-hmm. when you when you read the the, the the exact scriptures in those books. They talk about love, respect, honor, being a blessing to somebody else. If we really, if we really submerged ourselves into those main tenets, we wouldn't have time to um, judge other people, to covet thy neighbor's wife, to mm-hmm. do any of those things. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they. You know, of course, for us to worship at this church, we got to keep the lights on. You know, mm-hmm. so so so. What do we all do collectively, humbly, to the best of our ability, to to to, to keep our situation a place that we can come to and worship to worship in together? Now, you look mm-hmm. at you look at mosques, for instance, just as an example. The difference and how they all operate, even though I think they're all headed in for the same goal. But mm-hmm. you look at a mosque, look at a mosque, and everybody comes in, takes their shoes off. You know, they all pray uniformly across the, uh, uh, the, the lines together. But um, how do those stay open? I mean, 
I'm just posing that because nobody takes a collection. I, I think I think they have a place where people just donate what they want to donate. People, mm-hmm. people, people. You know, if you really feel true about what you're doing and you believe in that place and you want to keep it, people shouldn't have to be felt like they're under a, a bond of yoke, yoke. You know, to to uh, some kind of bondage that that they have. You know, there are some places that look at your W two form before you can join the church, so they know how much you're supposed to give and right. and all that stuff. And right. at the end of the day, when we're seeking the real truth, sometimes we still have to look past all of that and just stay in our lane. It's like, yeah, the pastor's goofed up again, and this person's done that. But you know what? He is speaking the word. And I just need to stay focused on that. I just know not to follow him like I'm not supposed to. I know not right. to follow him. <laughs> not to. And, right. and, and and so right. I stay on the I stay on the course. I have forgiveness in my heart for him. He he won't I, I I won't necessarily need him to come over and talk to my daughters when I'm not home. You right. know, I, I, we're handling our we're handling our issues at home. Well, that's, you know, that's the wrong place um, to be. That's the wrong place yeah, to be. You yeah, deal with yeah, all that. Right, that's not a wrong place. Right. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to add right, that. Right. I'm going to add to this. The only reason why I'm saying that, right. though, is because right. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to figure out for what reason some people, when they know that, that must be what the people are thinking that still choose to stay there. Well, why are they still staying there? It must be because, well, I am getting some word out of this. A lot of people would say I shouldn't stay here. It's the wrong place. It's still right for me because I come away with the word, word. And I don't even talk about the politics and what the pastor's doing. I just mm-hmm. come away with a good word, which means mm-hmm. I'm still well, well, keeping my, eyes, my eyes on the sparrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have an experience mm-hmm. to change. See, they, mm-hmm. they don't adapt to change. They're right. stay the mm-hmm. same to the change, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But see, uh, exactly. I'm add this. This is... This is what I learned about when I did a little study. I I just do little basic stuff. I ain't no researcher or mm-hmm. scientist. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I came up with three words when mm-hmm. I was studying this church program, and it's content, structure, and style. Mm-hmm. Those are the three requirements of running a church. Mm-hmm. The content is your Bible. Mm-hmm. Okay? And that's why they have the psalms and the choirs. That's your structure. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The style is your Creflo Dollar, the Reverend Ike. The style Uh-oh. varies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The style varies. But the content mm-hmm. and the structure mm-hmm. is already written. Yeah, it, it, know, it, it, it's, a lot, it's a lot almost like politics, you know. You, yeah, they, they, uh, Obama and Obama and uh, Trump were both presidents. They styles are so different. <laughs> yeah, it's like which, us. I was going to add which, that to the conversation one, today, one, right now, with everybody on the phone. Mm-hmm. But you know, okay, right now we're talking content, right? But mm-hmm. you know, the thing is, I, I, I don't, I don't mean to interrupt, but it's mm-hmm. like, um, it's like it's it's called it's focus. It's like people have to have a focus. Um, it's like it doesn't matter. It, it you know you can find a focus on your own, and it doesn't have to be a focus like at church or whatever like that. But it also but it helps 
That's why people, you know, you have to, it helps, you know. It helps to be with like-minded people. It helps to know that you're going the right path. Yeah. And sometimes that reinforcement is in who you congregate with. You know? It's a, yeah, it's a focus. It's like, um, mm-hmm. you, you know, it's kind of like you think. It's like, you know, if you're just going to sit, you know, let's just check it out like you say. I'm just sitting up here looking at the, looking looking out the window. But if you don't, you know, if you if you you know think about something like um, listen, like we were talking about tithe, we were talking about tithing, we're talking about mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. way. It's like mm-hmm. okay, then there's my focus, and then you know it don't even mean nothing about tithing. You know, you might just might start trying to think about doing something better. You know, and everything. Mm-hmm. You, you mm-hmm. just have to. Have, you just have to have a. You know, there's a focus. A focus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What part of it? What part of it is you? It piques your interest the most. What part? Okay, well, there. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I see. Mm-hmm. What you're saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very good stuff. Well, you still with me, brother Antoine? Yeah. I, <clears throat> um, kind of like wanted to shed a little bit of light on what. Yeah. Well, Paul has said about as far as like investing in the prison system, I think that, you know, in order to make it a better way, I would see, you know, a few ways of doing that. One way is you know, some of the things that you're doing right now, helping, you know, felons get out once they get out to get a job. That's kind of like investing in the prison system in your own way. Now, if you could implement, mm-hmm. uh, uh, a, um, implement a class or something like that, within the prison mm-hmm. system that maybe somebody would teach that, you know, mm-hmm. would teach them life skills once they come out, how to fill out a bank account and check, mm-hmm. books and, you know, mm-hmm. different things like that. Just to, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. initiate, get them initiated into everyday life. You know, that'd be mm-hmm. one way of, you know, just have, or like I could teach electrical class or, you know, or, or whatever mm-hmm. skills that, that we have to offer that we could, you know, help, implement that mm-hmm. once they do get out of incarceration, mm-hmm. they could get jobs. Even if we ourselves were successful enough businessmen to, to hire them once they do get out of jail. So it's, it's some things we could do. But like he's saying, if we were to invest in them, I, I mean, the only way I could see is if we tried to like get majority shares, because like you said, it's mm-hmm. traded on the stock market. If we, if we had enough money that we could pull together to get the majority of shares, so we had majority vote, maybe the way that one mm-hmm. prison was ran, and if mm-hmm. we can concentrate mm-hmm. on getting one ran mm-hmm. a certain way, mm-hmm. and everybody else sees the, the you know the good in it, and and see how you know how they can really be re- rehabilitated, it might force right. the hands of other ones to step their step right. the, right. the, the model up to what we're doing. Right. Mhm. Mhm. So here's the here's the thing. This is that's a those are great points. To, uh, to the first part of your question, I mean, uh, first part of your statement, Antoine. Um, there's actually now there's actually an organization out there. there there's a few, but the, the one that comes to mind the most with me is the Day Reporting Center because I've I've I've, I've covered them. Uh, I, I did an article on them a while back, a few years ago, and I've actually sent some people to them before they came to to my organization. The Day Reporting Center is is one of those organizations that. Um, first of all, when you get out of prison, if you don't have, if you don't want to go to a halfway house and you've heard about them and you don't have family or any place to go to, 
Mm. And you've heard and and you've heard about the Day Reporting Center by word of mouth or whatever. You can get uh, as a form eleven oh seven, which your which your uh, parole officer will sign off on. And the Day Reporting Center has a seven step program. What they do is they help you with any personal issues, whether it's drugs or whatever, because some people come out of the prisons addicted. If you can get as much as you want mm. behind the walls too, mm-hmm. they help you with that. They help you. Um, it, it all starts with one thing. The first thing is you want to be in this program, okay? Um, come here for 28 days straight. That means Monday through Sunday for four weeks, because the first part of that structure, like we would like somebody just talked about when we were talking about the church, within this program, it starts off with commitment. If you really aren't BSing me, okay, uh, tomorrow I can't make it because, you know, I got a stomachache or, or I got to go meet this girl who might have a job for me or what. No, you come out, you've been referred to us, and your first assignment is to come here for 28 days straight. If you, you, know, come, here for tw- if you can come here for 28 days straight, what that tells me is that out of all of the people that come here, there are going to be some failures, there are going to be some who don't fail necessarily and get put out, but who have to start over continuously so they get it right. But your chance of being the cream of the crop comes with coming here 28 days straight. Then they clean you up from top to bottom. find out your family issues. You they, know, they clean up I, your driver's license. They do all that stuff. So I that, that's the type of – okay, go ahead. I don't want to interrupt, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, Basically, it's like you know, you know, we can't have a pity party. You know, people always say, "Da da da, woo woo woo, woo woo woo," mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and it's like you know, everybody's against me, and I can't get a job, I can't do this, woo woo, woo. and you know, nobody's gonna feel sorry for us. And, um, That's true. That's you know, true. And you know. We, you know, it's kind of like, you know, it's like if we know that people are not going to give a damn, then we need to do something and really, you mm-hmm. know, it's, it's going to have to be a personal thing. It have to be, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sitting here, I'm looking out the window, I need to do this. For my, it's, it's more or less a personal thing, you know, because ain't nobody going to help grown people. You know, that's a good one. That's a good one. Hey, the people, the people that, the people that feel the sorriest for you, you know, people that, I mean, people, but check this out. The people that feel the sorriest for you aren't in the, aren't in a position to help you. And the people that you look to for, and the people that you look to for help are the people that keep their foot on your neck. There's a profit in it for them by mm. you staying locked up, by you mm. pressing right. license plates, by mm. you, okay, Corey, you know, Corey, I got an example doing all for you. that my, uh, my brother went through the same thing, meaning he got a pass record with that. With that. He ain't doing nothing but drinking mm-hmm. alcohol out here on the street. He got mm-hmm. his mm-hmm. That'd be cheaper, right? Mm-hmm. He got a job, everything. Anyway, to get locked up, here's what they do in the Riverside County, because so I was going to ask you, is that program county to county or just one county? Mm-hmm. In Riverside County, mm-hmm. They called me, his next to can is brother, right? Mm-hmm. If your brother can stay with you, you need a place mm-hmm. to stay. We don't care if it's on the couch. 
We have all these mm-hmm. programs he can get to. He can prove to us that he's willing to do it. But we need you to be the first life supporter of taking care of him before we can right. take care of him. Right. You just told me I got to go 24 days to your program before you take me serious, right? Mm-hmm. I've been I've been doing odd little jobs and entrepreneur stuff since I left Kaiser after 28 years. Mm-hmm. I've always tell the employer I can't afford your know, two week three week training program without no pay and just a commission to do mm-hmm. your job. I'm gonna come mm-hmm. every day. I'm gonna be here. Mm-hmm. I am dedicated, mm-hmm. but I can't mm-hmm. pass your 24 day test. Not mm-hmm. even me, because I don't mm-hmm. have a means of financial transportation. I can't get to your organization every day. I got to get on the bus. But I see my brother mm-hmm. do it. He got up every day. Mm-hmm. He went to the meet. He did what he had to do so he could get into one of these mm-hmm. uh, these facilities, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because he's tired of being a fucking alcoholic. Excuse my language. Mm-hmm. Up until mm-hmm. that point, under that, the family helping him, paying his, getting him, it didn't matter because he still wanted to drink. But he decided mm-hmm. he can't really function and grow the way he wants because that alcohol, mm-hmm. that's when he made that commitment. Mm-hmm. So here's the first thing, um, and, 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 that's a, and that's a good example because those are some of the obstacles, some of the hugest obstacles that are faced um, getting, getting to, where, to where they can facilitate meeting your needs is the biggest obstacle when you're coming out of prison. You ain't coming out rolling no bank account. You're coming out with that, that with that one piece of state check that they give you when you when you leave out the door, and so the first thing when you get out, again, there's a, there, um, the open gate is another one. The day reporting center is in Oklahoma, Texas, Louisiana, and they're headquartered in San Rafael here in California, but they're also in Sacramento, uh, Fair Oaks, uh, Oakland, and and and. Um, I think that's it. But here's the here's the answer to that. Um, while you're behind bars, you know, as you, of course, before you get in, before you get paroled, you see your social worker. They ask you, do you have a plan? Do you have a plan in place? Mm-hmm. If you're out, if you if you're if you have an addiction behind the wall, they know about it because. They've either caught you enough times and added month, added time to your sentence, or or, or you know you can't. It, it's very difficult to get caught up in politics back there in the prisons if you've been in there long enough without at some point in time being exposed at least once. You know you had a little contraband on you, or I smell alcohol on your breath, which means we don't sell it here. So obviously you're getting a hold of it some kind of way. So there's, there's a certain type of assessment that goes on. So they don't fix your issue because you, otherwise nobody would be coming out addicted. So when you come out, one of the things a social worker asks you, do you have a plan in place? No. First thing they do is they ask you, uh, what, what they do in California now is they parole you back to the city that you were sentenced in. So that's the first thing. So if you're in Pelican Bay, if you're at Corcoran, wherever you are, up north or down south, if you were sentenced in Alameda County, you get paroled back to Alameda County most of the time, as far as I know, you know. And they ask you, 
they start calling. Like you said, they start calling family members. They call, uh, 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 you know, uh, baby's mama, your mother, your grandmother, your brother, your sister, because they know everybody you related to. So they call around and they ask. And, of course, if you say, yeah, you can come here, that means, what you're saying to them is you can come kick my door in at 3 in the morning if you're not happy with what my brother's but doing, if he, if he violates something, okay? But here's, but, but, but here's the thing. Let me finish this. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, what they, if you don't have a place, what they then do is they say, okay, well, it's going to be one of two things. You're going to be in a halfway house or if they too, or if they too, uh, or if they're too uh, uh, filled up, then it's one of a couple other things. We're going to delay your release date another week or two, or we're going to release you to a homeless shelter because you have to have an address. We'll release you to a homeless shelter. Now, when that happens, of course, see, it's up to the prisoner because I shouldn't say prisoner. It's up to the uh, ex-offender. Because to some because because some degree, if you're on your way out and you say, "Look, I have an alcohol problem that hasn't been addressed, and I'm tired of this. I want to get off of it. I don't think I'll be successful if I get released like this." They can release you into a prison uh, monitored facility where you come straight from prison into an alcohol treatment center, which then gives you a chance to get yourself cleaned up and it doesn't always happen. You can relapse. That's part of that's part of getting sober. So relapse has happened. The hardest thing for a person that's been incarcerated is how it beats you down because you don't get a bunch of strikes like everybody else. If you if you go in admittedly uh with an alcohol problem, you have to finish the program because if you don't, then you're subject to vibe being violated and being sent back to prison for a short period of time. You know, mm-hmm. they won't violate you hard for that. But the thing is, when when they release you and you get a certain amount of state money, what 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 that will go into for those 28 days is, 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 is two monthly bus passes, which means you may have to catch two or three buses, but you'll get to that place for those 28 days because the minute you get to the 28 days, this thing opens up. During the course of the 28 days, here's what they're going to be doing. Not only are you coming there to show that, you, that, you're, that you're serious about doing it, but each day you're not just coming there to sit there and talk about problems. You're coming there and they're going, okay, let's look at to have a, a, a California uh, um, vehicle code called 41500. I used to help them with when I was still working in traffic division. That that. Aside from DUIs, that gets rid of all your past misdemeanor and parking tickets. Those are erased. You get a clean slate. It's a form you fill out as being an ex-offender with priors. So you fill that out. The state waives all of that, okay? The next thing they do, again, is they find out about your child support issues. So they find out everything that's broken in, in, in your portfolio that they can help you fix. So they can clear all that stuff out of the way. Now, by the time you're at day number 28, at the time I wrote that article, the Department of Corrections in Alameda County was partnered up with Caltrans. So they're like, okay, 
you've been handpicked out of the 30 people that come here. You've been one of the four that have been able to stick with the 28 days. So you're the cream of the crop. So here's what we offer you now, $500 a week, and Caltrans Van is going to come pick you up, and they're going to take you out there, and you guys are going to show how to put the signs up and watch each other's back when the traffic goes by so you can clean up the side of the freeway for six weeks. So for six weeks, you get a five $600 check. They, they help you open a bank account. They show you how the banking thing has changed. If you've been locked up for 20 years, you know, things have changed a little when you got out. If you've been locked up for three years, they may not have changed that much, but well, you still need well, to get acclimated back. So, and the thing is, it's some of that, again, is unfortunately, it's unfair, but some of that goes into your determination, how determined you are, and you can be as determined as heck, and it doesn't mean that you're going to be successful at that. But the but thing that's is, one of the, mm-hmm, go ahead. Is probation. You know, mm-hmm. I, you know, I check out, um, you know, probation officers that come and check on people and try to see mm-hmm. what they learn and see, you know, smell your breath and everything and woo mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All those humiliating, all those humiliating things. The, the thing is, I really feel probation, they're getting paid to do this. They're getting paid good money to do this thing. And, um... If you're going to come out there and are you just making money? I mean, are you just trying to earn a paycheck or are you trying to make the people who you are checking on better? I mean, come out there and say, I Good. have a job. Great. I have a Great job. Interviews yep. for yep. you. Yep. Or, yep. you know, let's yep. just take walk or let's just ride on the bus and just look at the mm-hmm. birds, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Just, mm-hmm. Like, we'll see. We'll you know, see. People are still in jail, and they're we'll, not we'll, in jail. Hello? We'll see. And, you know, mm-hmm. come on. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. You would make, you would make a great uh, probation or parole officer just in, just in saying what you said. But unfortunately, I hate to say this, but, these guys, they're like public defenders. You know how you have you know how you have a defense attorney that gets paid X amount of money, you got the money, he does everything for you. Then you got public defenders who mm-hmm. get paid one one salary for a year. They don't get paid per customer. They get mm-hmm. paid one salary per year. And mm-hmm. so and so they're handed uh, they're handed a caseload of twenty files in one week and I can't waste a lot of time with you because I gotta clear these others off. I got somebody over my shoulder. So uh, your case, mm-hmm. don't worry about it. Hey, plead no guilty. Uh, guilty, throw yourself at the mercy of the court. Next up, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, plead no contest. Uh, next up, uh, if you want to plead not guilty, fine. But they don't discuss no strategy. I, the next time I see you here in court, we don't meet. Any time in between, I just look over your case. You hope that I've looked over some key points. I talk mm-hmm. to you for ten minutes before we go to go to court. So the point that I'm making is, um, and then you got some of them that are corrupt too. Some of them got guys that that are under their parole thing, and they they got a gambling problem or they got some other issue, and so they using you, they using you as as, as they go to guys like you know I can violate you or you gonna go do this or blah blah, mm-hmm. and that really 
that really happened. But this is the other part of that equation, too, is, Mm -hmm. you know, these guys, you know, they can they can tell somebody who's full of BS or somebody who's caught a bad break because because there's a saying you can't bullshit the bullshitter. Pardon the pardon mm-hmm. the expression over the air, but mm-hmm. some of them do the same thing so they can see it. Then they'll then they'll see another guy and they'll go, you know what? This guy makes my caseload easy because he doesn't have many vices. He's really trying to get a job. He went and found one. I don't have to babysit him like I babysit the other one. The ones who are willing to be diligent and be open and and things like that. Sometimes, you know, the ones the ones the ones who they can exploit, they they won't waste no time trying to clean them up because they know them guys are going to get into something anyway. So it's like I could use them for some of my dirty laundry as well or I could just violate them and get them off the book. You know, I'm not going to waste time trying to clean you up and trying yeah. to tell you and give you a bunch of chances. It's it's such a bureaucracy of misfunction, the whole criminal no, justice system. You know, actually what it is, it's like um, it's like the whole, you know, the probation, the whole, you know, it needs to be updated because, you know, it's old. And, you know, they need to do something different because, you know, people you are doing update, uh, Updated or cleaned up. Yeah, you know, it's, just, it's yeah. like... Because updated, updated just means you got new employees doing the same yeah, stuff. You gotta do it differently, you know. Or you know, just like let's look at it and 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 make it different, you know. Because um, people, um, you know, we want people not to come out there and do the same shit again. We want people to come out there and be better, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said earlier, well, 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 well see, when you're making money, when you're making money off of that system. You really don't want to fix nothing. What a change. You want to change it. Yeah, yeah, possible. yeah. We got it. I got yeah, two million. I got I make ninety customers. Why want to change it? Yeah, yeah. I make ninety thousand. I make ninety thousand a year in this new development area, and 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 my wife's a correction officer at another institution, so we clearing one hundred and eighty thousand a year and together. We and 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 I'm and I'm and I'm biting off and I'm biting off a little piece of tail uh, uh, with one of the women inmates that joined me here without my wife knowing it. And, and it's like, man, it's it's a job. This is it's an but, adventure but, for, air, for everybody that's this, not on the bottom of the totem pole. But add this to the platform. Mm-hmm. We're here for a reason, and I think mm-hmm. if we look at mm-hmm. the institutions, that was the word, right? Mm-hmm. And we create institutions out of institutions, like Antoine, mm-hmm. electrician, facilitate them in the job, workshop, because those are viable yeah. businesses. Because, you know, so, check it out. It's like, you know, like kids, you know, people be, uh, you know, put that down, throw that away, boo-woo-woo, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's kind of like, Come outside, walk with me. Let's look at the sunshine stuff. You know, probation, you know, they say you're on probation. We're going to come and check on you and smell your breath and look at you and yah, 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 whoop, the whoop, the whoop. I mean, how is that going to make a person be a better person? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? Let's do it on a free basis. 
and you still right. got it better than you had it. Here the you key. Know what I mean? Here the key. Because it was worse than the joint. Yeah. All right. Here the key. I know they're going to do all that to me. I ain't trying to deal mm-hmm. with them. It was all about prevention. It's all about awareness. It's all about knowing that you're about to be humiliated, right? Mm-hmm. So how do you avoid mm-hmm. that? I understand it right from wrong, so you ain't got to go through their system. Now, I know it's a lot of people wrongly convicted. You get in trouble sometimes just because of a profile, you know, but at the same time, the key is to avoid that institution. Avoid that institution. There's nothing good about being in that system. That's what kept me away from it. I know it was mm-hmm. nothing good. When I was young, mm-hmm. it wasn't oppressive to go to juvenile. Mm-hmm. You was getting your butt whooped back when I came up. If you had anything to do with going to the mm-hmm. juvenile system, okay? Mm-hmm. That, wasn't, that wasn't cute. That wasn't cool. Coming up, having somebody in the family that was in jail. Even though we had people in jail, but that was like, ooh, ooh. What is he doing wrong? Everybody mm-hmm. don't do that. Right. Now, right. it's like with the, with the gang mentality, like I'm working with my partner that's doing this Black Panther thing so with his father and stuff. And I've been, I looked at the mm-hmm. back. I don't know. I'm going to watch the back 15 times mm-hmm. in the last three months. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it was even in the movie when you had the pimps of the player had community mm-hmm. activists, people that wanted to do the right thing in the community, but it was like, nah, man, I'm going right. Now I'm going left. I want to do this. Mm-hmm. The pips of the players got their turn. They got to be pips, players, gangsters. Now they crips, bloods, and thugs, right? Mm-hmm. They ran into a brick wall with no future. Now mm-hmm. let's go back to the right. Let's mm-hmm. have built programs. Let's you try to it. avoid the system. Let's show a right for wrong. We already can show a wrong. Yeah. I went to Santa Rita for a week, and it was so amazing. People were coming in there, <clears throat> excuse me, and they were acting like they were coming back home. I'm like, <laughs> what the hell? People running around high-fiving like they just came. Like, yeah. like, 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 they back yeah. into, yeah, that used to, that used to amaze me. Are you crazy? You know, it's like, <laughs> people coming back, acting like they coming back to the house. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what blew, you know what blew me away? And I was, and I was visiting, okay? I was visiting somebody. And I looked and I said, that's the biggest damn piece of cornbread I've ever seen. Is that really really cornbread? I saw that big yellow block. Is that pound cake? Is that pound cake? Is that cornbread? I'm I'm thinking, thinking, is that eating that good in here? It's ain't that good in here, but it's but it's but it's but it's real, but it's really just the biggest piece of corn. Cor- ain't no eggs well, in it. Ain't uh, no short. It's a big piece of cornmeal and water caked together. Well, I, I got one. I got one out there. That's what right. I was thinking. Man, what I, a I, piece okay, of cornbread right now, right? I ain't been able to but make cornbread like that yet. Of course, yeah. Check this out. All right. Mm-hmm. Is that where our young our young youth 
think they're going to be educated nowadays? Man, oh man, isn't that something? That's where they're mm-hmm. going. They going, they going there, and that's it. And you know, they say they say on the they say on the stock market when you get less back than what you put in, that we call that diminishing return. Mm. You go, you go in there to get an education, and the payoff when you get out sets you up to be worse off than when you first, when you that first mistake mm-hmm. you made. The, the mm-hmm. more you go they back, that part, the more yeah. you go back, the worse it gets. They sure That's don't. True. They, they sure don't. That's real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The worse, the more you go back, the worse it actually gets. And That's so. the and, and, and the answer is in. And this is see, this is this is just like if you That's save true. one, if you save one person, if you say if you say my organization is doing this and doing that, and it, and nobody, you know, in twenty years I saved one person, but that one person could be Barack Obama, or could be Kwame Ture, or could be, you know, a host of any of any other types of people that mm-hmm. that, that, that that could mobile, that could mobilize. Thousands of people in in terms of changing their mindset and stuff. Then you've done your job if you just reach one. And I'm saying that to say, everybody that's on this show now, including my new my new brother who just called in, just the fact we're having this dialogue means that there's still some people out there that care. The fact that we're having this dialogue that's part of it. Now we're doing more than just talking about it though. Because this movement, Antoine, Brother Paul, that we are getting ready to embark on is going to put us in a place where we can have this same platform with about 800 to 1,000 people sitting in front of us with keynote speakers who, who uh, with community engagement, with church members, with clergy engagement, with um, – Educated people in these fields engaging, and we and we expose all this out there and talk about the things and the places that are available here, and then after this engagement come the food, the libation, and the entertainment, and we take this from one venue to another venue to another venue to another venue. And we take all of our different brands along with us because we have so many different issues that these different brands address. It will be health and wellness. It will be education. It will be cultural diversity. It will be uh, uh, religious science. It will be climate change. It will be social justice. It will be the criminal justice system. What we're doing and just having this talk and, and confirming that we are like-minded as we move forward, what we're confirming is that we are going to be the start of a movement just like, I mean, uh, uh, civil rights, Black Panthers. uh, There's a lot of movements that started right here in the Bay Area. The Bay Area is known Mm -hmm. for for being a place. uh, We got Silicon Valley, which is the world capital of social media, and all the and all the tech world, right here in Northern California, it, it, it's the mecca for a lot of different things, a lot of revolutions, a lot of learning things, a lot of a, a lot of important things have been started 
grassroots right here in the Bay Area. And I think now in, we're coming off the first black president, and we're flipping that right to a Klansman. We're going from the first black president to a Klansman in the White House. But with that interesting, with that interest, with that interest, with that interesting, with that with that interesting contrast, we can start. We can start a monstrous movement here that will address everything in between to get us turned back upright. I came up with a. I came up with. And, a, I, have, uh, and I have no regrets in calling that dude exactly what he is. So here you go. I call it the. We uh, got. We got. The, we got. The, we got the Grand Wizard there now. And 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 he's got and he's got all his little robe wearing constituents right alongside oh. him. Oh. You know, you, you got you, you got Sessions who said that the. Uh, that the clan wasn't so bad, they just smoked uh-huh. a little pot. They smoked a little pot. <laughs> you got all these people, and oh. we've always we've always known it. But but thank God for the for the social media now because now it's all out. It's all exposed. Oh, the, 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 on, dog, the, the, the dog done pulled the, the, the dog done pulled the curtain. Oh, what it's not that is. hard. It's just like it's just like saying we're going to preach the peace, the preacher. If yeah. the preacher is preaching, did he teach you? Yeah. I'm be a wise enough man to look it up for yeah. myself. That's all yeah. Trump is doing is giving us the opportunity to look it up for uh-huh. ourselves. Yeah. So I, see, yeah. I see Trump is a good entity right now. Well, well, well I mean, he's, he's waking giving us, us up. the awareness. He's, he's waking us up, but I wouldn't. Yeah. Don't just take another yeah. man's word for it. He's the biggest example right now that we need to teach everybody in the world. But you know what? Just take that man's example. We'll take his word for it. It's Mm -hmm. all money because, you know, I really don't, you know, I just don't get it. And, you know, he's not a politician. He has, you know, it's like, what is it? What happened? I don't even know what happened. It's a, it's, a, it's a reality show now. I'm going to give you what Chris Rock said. It's a shame. Let me, let me say this. Though. It's a shame that, and, and, and you're right, uh, Trump, the, the good he serves is a wake-up call. The Farrakhan has said that, too. But it's, but, it's a, but, it's a, but it's a shame that I got to wait. I don't want to. I, I don't want to get my. I don't want to get my head wet. And it's a shame that not only, not only am I. Not only am I waiting to get rained on before I put on a hat. This mm. guy's pissing, pissing on us before we decide mm. to put on a hat. Mm. We got to wait. We got to wait to get pissed on before we. Sorry, and then your rain boots ain't enough, blood. Your rain boots ain't enough. It's flat. Huh? It ain't just raided. It's flat. Your boots is not high. Oh enough. yeah, it's flooding piss. <laughs> but I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you what I was trying to I was coming up with something. Yeah, and yeah. Chris Rock. It's, Chris Rock. It's, it's uh Oh man, I lost the train of thought. But Trump man, you know, I don't really get into the whole deep, 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 deep thing of politics. Like we said, we had a first black president, right? Mm-hmm. Who was qualified for the job? Said. Here here it is. Here's what Chris yeah. Rock said. Mm-hmm. We've been eliminating the bully. We keep talking about eliminating the bully, right? Mm-hmm. Chris Rock said it better. We, we, 
we've been eliminating the bully, taking him out of the school, mm-hmm. taking him out of the kid's social life to where that's where a kid learn how to defend for itself. Somebody go take your lunch money, this and that. But what he said with his uh, first line was, all this time we've been getting distracted by getting rid of the bully, and one got past us, and we don't know what to do with him no more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you need the infrastructure that we grew up with, but it was just normal kids growing up, the one they think. Mm-hmm. How are you going to mm-hmm. get a leader out of a bunch of kids that's doing the same thing? No mm-hmm. one is going to step out to be a leader. Everybody is just participating. Nobody is mm-hmm. trying to be the best no more. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's how we always did it. I knew who the bully of the school was when I was in the sixth grade, when I was in elementary. I knew who you were supposed to mess with, you know? So now everybody's supposed to be safe. It's like they do in that movie with uh, Sylvester Stallone and uh, – Wesley Snipes. But you know about mm-hmm. being well. That's the society. You, you get in trouble mm-hmm. with right? Mm-hmm. But, you know what? Um, I'm not going to interrupt anymore tonight, except for this one last time. Um, mm-hmm. Now, President Bush, when he started that stupid war in Iraq, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. President Bush, you know, he was a person. He was a, 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 a person who ran a company. You cannot run a company, a, a country like a company. And then Arnold, Schwar- Arnold Schwarzenegger proved that. He said that yeah. same thing. It's, it's not that difficult. I'll fix the budget. Uh-huh. Look, if you if you got four hundred million, four hundred million in deficit and only a hundred and only a hundred million, you can't fix. But check it out. Look at Trump. You know, Trump is the president of the United States. And, (laughs) you know, he's just trying to do, you know, I have never seen a person who tweets so much. You know, it's like, uh, like, you know, how are you going to do that? You know, that's not professional. That's not really professional. How are you going to have a president do stuff like that? Well, here's, here's what he had. Trump. Trump had two agendas. This is my opinion. One, mm. one of them, one of them that he's proven as, as a slumlord and everything else is that one of them is racially, one, three. One's racially uh, based. One is sexually based, and mm. then the other one, and then the other one is business based. Everything mm. he does when he when he goes when he goes uh, uh, for his summits and everything, he goes to all his places. He, he mm. takes our tax money. And he keeps paying himself by running mm. everything he does through all of his different businesses. And mm. we have to we have to pay for all of these golf trips. He was golfing after these kids got shot in Florida. He went he went and shot a couple shot a couple mm. holes. All right, you know, is it and, the and, system though, Corey? And, and, That's the and, system. And we and and we paid for it. And we paid. For I'm it. trying to learn that. You know? Wow, wow, wow. But 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 but, but my my thing is it um. Only thing I'm only thing I'm calling out is the fact that what we're operating it's time to stop operating a criminal system, and he's just blown that out of the water. By he's exposed that so much, he, you know, some of these people who can't keep a gag on him from all this tweeting and stuff, they're more pissed at him about telling everything they've been getting away with. He's just blowing all that out in the open. He's just showing everything. 
They're like, man, they're going to stop us from getting away with all this stuff. They're going to mess it up so we can't keep doing what we're doing. Check it out, though. The harder, the, the other thing that I'm worried about is that you're trying to do this immigration thing, and these Mexicans are going to come here anyway. Hello? And it's like, you know, you're just making stuff really bad. You're going to make a really bunch of bad Mexicans in the United States. You know, you, 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 know, you know what I think he's doing? I think it's not as much him locking people out. I think he's trying to lock people in. You gotta be so you, careful. You, you, you put the you put the gates up or whatever. Sure, won't be won't be as many people getting in. But mm. for you to for, for you to be capitalistic and for you to make make money, you mm. have to have people in. You, okay, look, he he sells hypothetically. He sells the best he sells the best cotton t-shirts in the United States, right? Mm. We pick the cotton. He can't sell the shirts if he if he lets all his cotton pickers out of the country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He needs, he got he's got to keep some indentured servants in here, whether mm-hmm. they in prison or mm-hmm. whether they or whether these jobs he says he's creating. We created way more jobs. He said jobs are up. They are up more for African Americans than they've been in decades. But here's the trip: it went up nine points on Barack's watch, and it went up and it went up one point on his watch. And he's mm-hmm. taking all the credit credit for it. It's like right. it's like he's it's right. like he's running the it's like he's running a relay with the Jamaican national team, and who right. and who same boat is 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 fifty yards ahead of everybody. But Trump's running the anchor, and he hands him the baton when he's five feet away from breaking the tape, and he runs through the tape and claims we just set a world record because of me. I just broke the tape. He only ran five feet. Everybody That's else, true. they ran the, they ran the rest of the race. And he comes you in know, at the very end, and he blows right. for anything that's thing, good. He's at the tail end of. And the thing I is, I, I, I just said Mexican, and I'm I'm bad, and I should not said that. But I'm just saying that was just you know, but I'm just like that's what we're taking that as you as you giving us the perspective that Donald Trump sees. Yeah, you said that we don't I'm, we don't I'm, take I'm, it personal I'm, from you. We don't think no, it's personal no, from you. No, no, but that's the way Trump meant it. But uh, I'm just saying that um, mm-hmm. it's like just don't make things worse. I mean, you know, come on. You know. Um, but, but, but see, who's, he's not making it worse for that 1%. That's the point that, that I think we're both making. It's only worse. It's only becoming worse for us, not the 1%. That's what his concentration is on. Is mm-hmm. on keeping the riches where the rich folks are. That's what mm-hmm. that's what's making it so bad. But the fact yeah. is, they they've always been doing that. But he's just exploiting and exposing it that much more. And and I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you. Um, I'm gonna let everybody say something for about thirty seconds because we're really at the end of our time here. This okay. just gives us much more to continue on the next show. And 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 to my new guy here, I really appreciate. Your input, and I hope that you have time to get with us again next great. week. You know, that's why I always like to call. You know, um, my brother uh, told me to, to log in, and um, mm-hmm. I just be logging in. I love listening to you guys. It's great. Okay, who's your brother now? Uh, James Warren. Oh, oh, James Warren, Pastor Warren. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, well, I I, pre- I appreciate. It. He's up in Seattle. 
he's another he's another one of the guys that's he's from Oakland. He's another one of the guys that's mm-hmm. doing some some wonderful things with us. We re- him and his wife both and the food program oh, yeah. up there, the feeding program and his son. I, as a matter of fact, I met his son uh, who 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 just came home uh, a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and he's. He's doing really well too. I had a chance to meet with him when he first got out, and we got mm-hmm. together and had some lunch and talked about some stuff. And he's been growing the whole time since he got out. He's one of the mm-hmm. he's one of the ones who got out Man, he knows. and really and, and, and he ain't yep. going back. And he ain't going back. I love him when back. they I love him when they not sleep. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I appreciate you. Hey, Brother Antoine, give us a little something, too. You want to leave anything with us, Brother Antoine? You still there? <coughs> hello, hello. I think you might have left. Um, Brother Paul. Well, Brother Paul. Close to say, I'll be here next uh-huh. week. Okay. Well, we will be back on I next lo- week. I, I love the way you're bringing it, too, brother. I, I love the way you're bringing that new energy with you. We sure appreciate it here. So well, you I'm, and I will be I'm talking. I'm going to be committed. I'm going to try to be committed every week to invite five people. That's my new goal. Okay. Well, that's much I'm gonna, appreciated. I'm, gonna that I'm just going to throw that challenge out there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, much appreciated. Uh, okay. Anybody else? Anybody else? Now speak or forever hold your peace. Before I drop yeah. sentence, <laughs> I, 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 I like I like what he said about inviting five more people though too. Because I mean, as much yeah. as we talk about it's good to network. If we ain't, you know, if it's just us doing it between ourselves, we just mm-hmm. networking between ourselves. But if we each invite five people, I can mm-hmm. see where that would make a big difference. And I think I'm also going going to reach for that goal also. Yeah. Hey. And also, um, what if you guys, the people you guys bring and stuff, whatever. If anybody has some subject matter that they want to address, whether it's jacked up at the workplace, whether it's you know, just whatever it is, it, it could be about sports. It could be anything. There's nothing that's not that, that that's off topic, you know, because everything that we talk about. It's, it's supposed to be based on everything that's happening across urban America. So we got to talk about everything. We got to put it all can out I, there. Can I, can I put this on there so we can have a yeah a, sure. building, a building block? Yeah. And mm-hmm. as we were speaking tonight, I thought about the three I's, institution mm-hmm. and an institution. Mm-hmm. So if it's sports or whatever, everything is an institution. Mm-hmm. See what I'm going, Corey? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got that We got that NFL, NBA, and, 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 and Major League Baseball. But now we're going to build, <laughs> out of this community, we build that institution that can take mm-hmm. care of all those institutions within this mm-hmm. one institution. Mm-hmm. Okay, we got Antoine, we got me, we build it. We have a network mm-hmm. of a 1,000 individuals that can mm-hmm. provide the entities that we need, and we no longer mm-hmm. need the big institution and the grant writers mm-hmm. and the money and the, and the angels investors. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we build an institution within the institution that covers all institutions, the prison reform. Because at the end of the day, it's, it's affecting all of our cultures, and I'm, I'm getting the sign that we're about to go off the air. Exactly. So. 
Exactly. So, so we're going to exactly. Yep, yep. So we'll be back, everybody. Thanks for calling, and we'll see you next Thursday at 730, same time, Pacific time, 930 Central, 1030 on the East Coast. Over and out. Hotep brothers and sisters, we appreciate everybody. We'll see you next week.